time you come on over, I just wanna listen. I know you got some issues, and I know that you just miss him. I got a fever just to see you feeling like a stalker, and didn't know I'm really good at making you feel awkward. I woke up at eleven, actually. And I just was panicking. I just panicked for like three hours, basically, because so I'm meeting my friend in El Segundo, and I just didn't know how to get there. And then I had to like get Uber, download this app, and do all stuff for like three hours. I was just like panicking. So, so, so you're taking Uber to El Segundo? Actually, I'm not. No, no, no. I was gonna take Uber to Union Station, mm-hmm. but then now my cousin's giving me a ride. So <sighs> do you know that old like rap song by a tribe called Quest? Called, called Uber. Um, I left my wallet in El Segundo. No, I don't know that song. It, it goes like, I left my wallet in El Segundo. I left my wallet in El Segundo. I gotta get it. I got got gotta get it. So you never heard it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe that will be the ending song. Or I don't know. Cause I don't know. You I, know what? I wanted. That could the, be. The I wanted the ending song to be a Christmas song. It could be a Christmas version of that song. Maybe I will play it now. And then cut it in between okay. the song. Maybe not. Yes. All right. Okay. That we actually could because we were just so so everyone. Um, I'm in Los Angeles right now, in the suburbs. Um, and despite that, we're still not recording together. Yes. We're, 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 we've only hung out one time. Yes. <laughs> there was a mishap because I have severe. People have really bad jet lag. It's so bad this year. It's like the worst this year. So, like for example, the past two days, I'll like fall asleep. At, I don't know midnight or two a.m. And then if I ha- and then I'll wake up in the like two hours or three hours later to like either pee or I don't know move or something. And then from that point, I can't fall asleep until like eight or nine in the morning. So actually, yesterday I was I woke up at five p.m. I was supposed to hang out with Vince yesterday, and then um I woke no I, actually I woke up. At one, but I was like, fuck, I had to do all this stuff so I couldn't make it and stuff. So I went back to sleep, woke up at five, and then but, I just, I was like, you know what, no, 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 stay no. up. Here's what happened from my point of view. So I'm about to go to downtown to meet you. Bus I coming. felt super bad. We met at, I felt really we met, bad. Yeah, we were sleeping at 2 p.m., 1 p.m., and as soon as I'm about to go on the bus, I get a call. And so I, I don't know, I don't recognize the number to answer, and I just hear an answer. A very sleepy rep- hello, hello, and immediately I was like, "No, I've heard this hello before." So I'm this kind of hello. So I was like, "No." I was, I was, For me, it wasn't a sleepy. It was more like a defeated hello. It really was. I woke up like, "Oh shit," you know. And then I was just like, "Cause I, I realized I could have. I, I guess we could have made it, but it would have been like, I, I probably would have gotten there at like three. And um, and I was, and I was just like, I, I just lost my shit. Well, inside, yeah. I, guess, I guess inside. Inside. I, I knew you were mad. And then I felt super bad. But then I like was like, okay, so I went back to sleep. And I woke up at five. And then I was just like, all right, I'm just not even going to try to sleep early. I'm just going to stay up as long as I can. So I basically fell asleep again at like six. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, then, and then I woke up at 11. So I had like a good five hours. Okay. I woke up at 11. I think I woke up at around 11 today too. Yeah. But that's just like my normal my normal life. But schedule. yeah, my jet lag is just so bad. So I think today I might hopefully sleep because I'm going to a party, but it's like supposed to be chill, and I'm just gonna sleep over at my friend's house. So hopefully, 
I'll sleep at a normal time because I actually have to socialize and function for the next two days. Because, <laughs> so, yeah, basically Thursday I didn't do anything. But I was kind of fine with it because I was like, you know what, like I guess I just need to figure out the like sleep schedule, whatever. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see. <clears throat> so because also I'm kind of pressed for time, I think. So we were – because Vince and I were talking like we should – answer questions because we love questions so much and um actually that wanted i wanted to introduce a new segment to the show um and it kind of relates to um one of what you just said about having a party today uh-huh. so okay so we so the podcast of course is called mutually awkward and i think for the most part Paige, you can agree that most of our subjects deal with social situations we talk a lot about, you know, INFP and Myers-Briggs stuff and yeah. introvert, extrovert situations and yes. meeting people that are weird, that piss us off, or worst humans. Or uh, how do we – yes. So I use um, Reddit a lot. Reddit.com is a d- bunch of different mm-hmm. subreddits. And one that I look up a lot is called Our Social Skills, where people pretty much post questions uh, for usually awkward people. Or people with bad social skills asking questions how to deal with life, what, what, you know, the things that life brings them. And these questions are pretty much open for anyone in the world to answer. And a lot of these questions are pretty good and they kind of relate to things that we talk about. And I feel like we could, um, we could put our two cents in there. And I think these kind, I of, agree. Que- I think these kind of questions are, are stu- a lot of stuff that we could relate to and that people who listen to the show could relate to. So I think I'm going to call this. Let me see. I don't. I don't know a, a good name for this segment yet, but maybe we could call it mutually social. <laughs> How about mutually trying to figure it out? <laughs> mutually, mutually socially awkward. No, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, your audio sound is, sounds really bad now. Yours is too. I okay. think because my, my Wi-Fi. Or the internet connection at home is, like, not good. It sounds like I'm listening to you via, like, AM radio. Same, same. So, <laughs> so get- everyone, this is our AM radio segment. <laughs> if you close your eyes, just should we just like it's Should we just turn into a conservative radio show and um, start bashing the president and um, try to get Rush Limbaugh <laughs> on the line? <laughs> <laughs> We're, our station is 875, you know. AM. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think the connection. Yeah, I realize the Wi-Fi at my house is so shit. So, so yeah, we'll figure out. We'll fi- maybe it would be called mutually what the fuck. Maybe I don't know. All right, but we'll we'll figure out. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Mutually what the fuck. Mutually mutually why confused. <laughs> mutually why I like that or mutually confused. I like maybe mutually why mutual, mutual, mutually how mutually socially confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but okay. So let's. Um, so I have some. I have some good questions pulled up here. So here's the first one. Okay. Um, and this could relate because we're go- both going to parties this weekend. We've both thrown parties. We've both talked about parties before. So, mm. hey guys. So okay. Oh, this is posted by Grumbly Elf. Hey guys, so I'm planning on inviting a lot of friends and other people over to my place for a New Year's party. I've never really thrown a party this big before, so I was wondering, 
If you guys have some tips on making this a decent party, alcohol and such won't be a problem, but since most of these people I'm inviting have a significant other, I'm not sure how it will go. I feel like you could relate to this because for a while you were partying with people who all had SOs. The thing is, though, my parties were not big. <laughs> they were very small. <laughs> so already when they said, how do I host a large party? My first piece of advice is don't do it. Just kidding. No. Um, You've thrown big parties, um, though. I, I saw that video of like your Harry Potter party from like ages ago. Okay. That was a ginormous Can party. Can I first say something about that party? So actually, that party, I had invited like 10 people. And then it grew because people invited other people and I got mad internally. So you I was got inside, mad. I was not happy. Yeah, because I was just like, who are these strangers at my party? <laughs> like, I was not happy. <laughs> well, I think we've discussed before but, how... Okay, yeah. <laughs> but... But how I dealt with it was I was just like, all right, whatever, they're here. <laughs> Wait, so like, I, we, I, I, I think we both like smaller parties. Like, yes. you know, my, my quote parties at my old apartment in Hong Kong was like, what, five people at the most? And it was just mm. mainly dinner and drinks and then dancing that one time. And um, that's I pretty think, much it. I think like, okay, because I feel like there's two types of people. People who like people to bring other guests. People who don't like people to bring other guests. And I feel like if you're good friends, because usually the first people you invite to your party, I would say you're pretty good friends with them. So... You should let your really good friends know how comfortable you are with how many people you invite. Because for me, I thought a party of 20 people, I, thought, I was like, fuck, this is a lot of people. But I told my friend, she said, that's like a decent size. So it's like people's perception of what's a big party or whatever is very different. So as the host, it's like it's up to you to decide your maximum because it's like like, I mean, you could totally specify, like, okay, I want to host, like, seven people, right? But you're like, okay, I'm going to host, like, a big party. So it's up to you to decide how many people you want to invite and, like, what's the max amount. And if – and actually, that's why on Facebook when they make those events, there's those things where it's, like, can the guest see the invitation list or can the guest invite other people? Is it a private party? Because people know, like, some people don't like it when you invite more people because when you say, bring your friend, that could be, like – Four extra people to like, I don't know, ten extra people because that has happened. Yeah, so. yeah, no, yeah. I, I think okay. So if you're gonna throw a party, you should specify if you want to say say most people nowadays in, you know invite people to parties via Facebook invitations. So the best yes. way to do this would specify Brit, invite all your friends, invite as many people as you want. We're gonna destroy my house, or just say specify if you're gonna bring a plus one. That's saying right there, you can only bring one other person. Yes. Also, we should also actually, we should mention in, in this segment that this is socializing for introverts. I think, okay, I feel like the major difference with parties and social situations, I think a lot has to do with being introverted or extroverted. I think that's like a huge, there's kind of like a bigger divide compared to like, I don't know, the other, <laughs> like Myers-Briggs traits, right? The other side like, of the, the, other side I of the feel fence. Like I feel like throwing parties, the two biggest traits that become affected are the introversion, extroversion, and um, feeling, I mean, perceiving and judging. <laughs> <laughs> um, because then you have to deal with, like, I don't know. Then, yeah, the, the question of is it cool to bring people or not? That's like, I don't know. Anyway, so what was the, I forgot the. 
right. the main point of the question. Wait, are you still planning on throwing a party for uh, your visit here? For these? Actually, you see, I wanted to before I came here. And then I was like, okay, clearly, I was I want to do a pre-Christmas party, which I'm already like, that's not happening. Because A, I'm so tired. I'm too tired to throw a party. But there might be a New Year's Eve party. Because um, <clears throat> every friend I've hung out with, they're kind of in different social circles. But they're like, oh, we got to do something. We got to do something. So I'm almost just like, maybe I'll just throw a party. Because I still want to do one. And then you guys can come. But it's going to be the same. Like, and then we was Huh? And then we'll see, like, if you know how to throw a successful party. I know how to throw a party. I know how to throw an amazing party. Actually, uh, I'm okay. It's, um, because usually when I throw parties, it's like, we just go to the backyard, we light, like, what is it, the fire thing, fire pit? Yeah. And just, and just chill and, like, eat food and, like, drinks and just talk. That, that kind of party, my friends, my listeners, our listeners, is what we call in California a kickback. Yes, and that's all I throw. <laughs> and they are, the be- they are the best. And then when it gets really cold, so like usually that happens, right? And then people, yeah, people who you're not as familiar with, they'll leave <clears throat> at midnight or whatever. And the people you are super close with, it's like they'll stay over or like not stay over, but they'll like stay longer. So usually by that point, we go back to the house and get more drunk. Yeah. And then sometimes <laughs> that's when we start playing drinking games and stuff, but inside because it's warm. So... <laughs> Um, that's probably what's gonna happen. Yeah, that, that sounds that that sounds like a good New Year's to me. I want to do that. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, to, you know, and to, to answer this question in a basic level, it's easy to have a successful party. Just have music, have food. Easiest if you if you don't know what to bring, just order a bunch of Little Caesars pizzas. Five dollars done. Everyone's good with that. Um, have a lot of alcohol. Have games like beer pong or flip cup. And you know, usually yes, that's like for a good party. basics. And yeah, I actually am a big fan of um, potlucks, just because then you don't have to feel you don't have to feel pressured to provide all the food. Oh, that's true. So it's kind of like so it's kind of like hey, if you want to eat food, you know, bring something. It could be anything, like chips, whatever. But then you don't have to like work. yeah, you don't just have yeah work as hard to make food, buy food, or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's if the party is supposed to be like I guess a food party. Because there's some parties where like the whole point is just you know drinking, drinking, and it's gonna be like you know, what what are those things called? Those beer oh beer bonging and stuff like yeah. that. You're like, it, you're, you're, like, like you're like your you're, you're like you're, you're like that's not gonna be my New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never had a beer bong whatever thing. Never experienced one of those. Um, I yeah, I actually got really. I got into or started playing like drinking games way late. Like it wasn't until recently. Um, like Flip Cup, King's Flip Cup, Cup King, King's Cup, King's Cup. Yeah, I played. But that's when, that's when I I prefer to play that. With it's funny, like because I was at a house party somewhat recently, and they were playing King's Cup, and I just did. I didn't. I didn't know most of the people. I just didn't want to play because I was like, I don't know you guys. But I only play King's Cup with people I like. Yeah. I'm clearly a joy to have at parties, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's, let's do another question. Um, right. Okay, this question. Any tips for first impressions if you are mellow slash chill? 
Around friends, I can be perfectly content just sitting back and listening, speaking when I feel like it. The problem is when I when meeting people, I often feel that I'm too disengaged and quiet. And then I get anxious and feel like I have to be this high-energy individual that I'm not in order to establish that initial connection. I start overcompensating, which is uncomfortable and just makes me feel fake. This is, this is especially true when the other person is very charismatic and sociable, and I feel like I need to mirror their energy. People always say be confident and be comfortable with who you are, but this doesn't work for me when meeting people. Should I just suck it up, or is there something I'm missing? Thanks. Can I just say something really fast? Yes. This is what pisses me off about this, like, glorification of being extroverted. (laughs) (laughs) Because it, like, angers me. Because I almost, I feel like my whole life I was going through this. And only recently did I figure it out. I finally fucking figured it out. Which is basically, there's, um, first of all, there's different types of personalities. Like, whenever you come, you or in a group, you you will find that one person who just likes to talk all the time, you know, yeah. or likes to, like, you know, whatever. And it's like, how can you, first of all, and usually, sometimes in other groups, there's, like, two of them. And then they just kind of, like, just two of these people. Like, how can you compete with that, you know? <laughs> Unless you really want to, it's it's just, that that's how they feel. Like, who knows how they're feeling? They could, they could also either A, B, overcompensating or B, this is just how they are. But I just feel like there's no, like, I feel like in a group, there's a place for every type of personality. That's what groups are for, you know? So there's going to be the person who is like, talks a lot and there's going to be, so there has to be listeners. And I feel like, so the person writing in, I just feel like, like they were saying, you know, I feel perfectly content just sitting back and listening and speaking when I feel like it. I'm like, dude, that's totally fine. That's what I do. I used to feel, but I used to feel like that too. I used to feel really insecure and feel like I had to say, I wasn't like, I was being, you know, but the fact that I wasn't speaking up, I was kind of putting myself down, which is, which I think is part of the problem with people thinking they need to be extroverted because you, because extroverted people are like outspoken and charismatic and whatever. So they make you feel bad for not being that, but it's like, you know, like at this point you're just being a good listener and Sometimes, honestly, the people who talk too much, most of the times they're, like, super annoying. So at least you're not being annoying, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also feel like that us, like, the quiet types, in their uh-huh. head, they feel like they're doing something bad when, you know, when being a dude or the girl who constantly, who just is con- content to sit back and listen, no one else is really noticing. They're like, oh, it's fine. That's so true. That's so um, true. Yeah. And the perfect example is... Of one of my old coworkers from back in the day when I used to work at a movie theater, his name was Paul, and he's this—he was a really—he—he—he he, he was easily one of the most popular people at this job, and he just always had good vibes, always smiling, and you know, and it—he it, it, actually was a really quiet person. But I, my, me personally, I just never noticed until one time we were at our lunch break, and this really this our, another coworker who's this this really pretty girl. She came, she came up to us and had lunch with us and she's just, and me and her are just chatting. And I didn't notice that throughout the whole conversation, Paul wasn't saying anything. And then, so then when she left, he's like, wow, Vince, you're really good at talking to girls. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, didn't you, like, I was just totally terrified right now. I'm like, why? And he's like, you, you didn't notice that I didn't say anything. And I was like, I didn't notice at all. Like, I thought you were just like part of the conversation. 
And, yeah. And, yeah. And everyone loved this dude. I remember a couple years later, like after we all had quit that job, we went, we ended up going to this party out in West Covina where a lot of ex Edwards cinema people were there. And, um, and, and Paul, like he, he has like, he hadn't been coming out with us for a while. So this was his first, so people had, this is the first time people were seeing him in like a long time. And everyone was just so happy to see him. And I could see it in his eyes that like, he looked like a little surprised, like people were, like gen- genuinely like happy to see him like wow paul's here oh my god and this dude is was a like, universally loved and he was super quiet super you know and it's something none of us ever really noticed so i think i used to because i think i'm pretty quiet and awkward too and i think when i was really bad at it i think it was just all in my head pretty much yes um actually another piece of advice um a friend gave me too was let's like because yeah a lot of times like you're saying when you're just listening no one is judging you for like like okay first of all if anyone's like you're being too quiet or like why are you not saying anything those people are assholes oh like, yeah you shouldn't, like fuck them you know like i've gotten people telling me that they're not my friends anymore you know because it's just like hey i'm just being myself you know and if you have a problem with that like that's your problem um so, so with that being said, like, just totally being a listener and chilling, that's fine, you know? But, and I think, like, but going back to what you were saying, like, internally, we're kind of freaking out and stuff. So one of my friends told me, like, to, to kind of, I guess, alleviate that is to be, so rather than think about yourself, like, what's going on in your head, like, and focus on that, just really focus on what the other person is saying. Just really just stop thinking about yourself for a second and just think about that other person. And that has helped me a lot because basically you're just putting all that, you're just transferring all that like energy to the other party, you know, just really like soup, just accept that, you know, I'm a listener and just really listen and really focus. And seriously, like then you realize you are, you are part of the conversation just by, you know, being yourself. Cause the only thing that kind of takes you out of it is really just you being really hard on yourself and then you're not even in the moment anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could tell you, like, when I first started dating, that was one of my biggest problems. And it's a common problem. You always hear people talking about this, how you're, really, you're just thinking about, oh, what should I say next that's clever or funny? Or I want to bring up this conversation. And then the date is on the other side of the table or right in front of you talking and you don't even know what they're talking about. You're just not in the moment. Yeah, because you're thinking, yeah, too much about what you're just being too self-conscious. So just rather just relax take a deep breath, really listen and just, and really like I, cause for some reason I used to think I was a really good listener and I think I, I can be, but when I get really self-conscious, obviously I'm not, you know? And when I just seriously like, um, just put all my energy on the other person, like the conversation was so much more relaxed, so much easier because it just was a real conversation. And I think, um, actually what also helped me recently too, which I've mentioned a couple times before, but this is kind of perfect for this topic is that one of my friends, he, so for his work, they developed their own kind of Myers-Briggs type of personality test. And, um, but this is solely based on like group interaction so just to simplify everything, they kind of just broke it down where like in, let's say a group of four people, there's always going to be two types of people who are leading the conversations and two people who are more listeners. And that's just kind of how it is. Like there's always going to be one, like 
the, he called it the red type, which is like the aggressive talker. So they're the controllers. They will control the conversation. There's the, the other type of aggressor, aggressive talker person is the blue type, which they're more focused on like details, analytical stuff, you know? And then there's like the green and yellow types, which are the listeners. One that's the yellow type is like, they just literally sit back and like listen. Mm-hmm. And the green type, they are more listeners, but they'll, be the ones who kind of try to involve everyone in the conversation. And these are kind of the four main types of people, personalities. And you obviously you could be like a bit of both or whatever. Or you can actually change depending on who you're talking to. But this is kind of like when you first meet up with people you don't know. Like people kind of take on these roles. And when he said that, then you kind of realize, you know, in every group, yeah, there's going to be aggressive talkers and there's going to be passive listeners. And that's just how a group conversation works. Can you imagine if, if all four people were like super aggressive, you know, like it wouldn't like some people would have to either be arguing the whole time or some people will be forced to have to sit back and listen anyway. So I think when he broke it down like that, it made me less self-conscious about like, kind of like my role or my position in like group conversations. Cause yeah, I some I still sometimes feel really insecure when I'm forced into new like group situations, but that made me feel better because I was like, you know what? This is my natural state and that's just what I do. I just kind of listen. And yeah. And I only, yeah, I only say stuff if I really – so this is the person – basically the person who's writing in, they are the yellow type. <laughs> <laughs> and by, But he said gold maybe because yellow yeah. has like a negative connotation, but it's a golden type. Yeah. There we go. I think <laughs> I'm definitely the type that um when I'm in a group conversation – I try to involve everyone in the I know. You are so green. I was like, because actually after I learned about these quadrants, I was just reading, ranking everyone. Not ranking. Like, judging everyone. And I was like, Vince is totally green. Is it that obvious? Like, yes. Like, you were, because you definitely sit back and listen, but you're all, because you are always the one, like, pulling people into the conversation and stuff. And, um, yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I could, yeah, a good example is, like, yesterday – um, one of my friends from Hong Kong um, was also visiting and um, she brought, she's like a flight attendant and she brought her coworker and so uh-huh. we were exploring the city. And since we knew each other really well already and like, um, I didn't know her coworker, like, so there were times when we would just get into a conversation about, you know, people that we know and stuff, but I would quickly like, cause I felt bad cause I, I, I noticed her, her coworker was just like off quiet or like, so I was, I, I immediately tried to bring bring that person in because I, I think i feel i always feel like whenever i've been in that position i've always wanted to i don't like being out of the conversation so i've always tried to bring her in and yeah she immediately jumped in and once i like found i found something that she could relate to and um yeah we, we became pretty good friends just after that one day of hanging out and i think i think that's definitely a responsibility i always take on my shoulders like every time i'm in a group setting yeah, but I mean, but it's just your naturals. It's like kind of what you're comfortable doing, right? Like it's your natural state. Because um, I do sometimes do that, but only I only do that if I notice the people, like no one else is doing it, and I'm really I like the people I'm with. Like if I don't like them, I won't even bother. To do it. <laughs> but if I like the people I'm with and they're kind of no one's kind of doing it, I will I will shepherd the conversation. I will do that, you know. But if I don't like them, I'm just like. You're like yeah. if you don't like them, you're like forcing them. Out. Uh, got a message from the Penguin Ninja. That's for once. I will read. Yes. 
Okay. Can I read it now? Yes. Okay, so this is a message from the Penguin Ninja. He writes, I'm assuming in response to last week's episode. Okay. Most awkward interview ever. Just wow. Boss moves is swerving the 90-year-old boss power move. Unfortunate you didn't want the porn editor job. That would be a great party topic. (laughs) Congrats on the freelance job. Can you sing a snippet of Taylor Swift? Can you? Um, let me see. Okay, I gotta think about that. Um, whenever whenever I'm put on the spot about a song, I suddenly go blank about every okay. Taylor Swift song that I know. <laughs> I I actually recently when been... you're fifteen. <laughs> da, 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 da. Okay, I don't. That's the only part I remember. Um, um, I have no idea what song you're singing, but I also don't really listen to Taylor Swift. However, I do have because the re- her recent song. Oh, which, wait, 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 wait. So let, okay, I, I guess okay, I'll, I'll, sing, I'll sing one verse. Okay, you, te- you okay. take a deep breath and you walk through the doors. It's the morning of your very first day. You say hi to your friends you ain't seen in a while. Try to stay out of everybody's way. It's your freshman year, and you're gonna be here for the next four years in this town. Hoping one of those senior boys will wink at you and say, You know I haven't seen you around before. And that is my beautiful voice. Um, did you just Google the lyrics? Well, yeah, but I've heard this song a million times, okay? Like, I know, I just, you know. <laughs> okay, because you were like, hold on. Okay, I got it. <laughs> um, so the song, Taylor Swift's song, fuck, okay, fuck it, forget it. No, you gotta <laughs> sing it now. Okay. okay, so the one that Joe taught me, it's the recent one, Blank Space. It's like, it's like, um, fuck, I don't remember it. Okay, anyways. I'll if I remember it like towards the end I'll sing it. Okay, continuing the letter. Oh, I thought you were gonna sing right now. I thought you were gonna have like, a battle. Like, oh, okay. Well, then now I ha- now I have to Google the lyrics <laughs> if that's gonna be a proper fair battle. <laughs> Taylor Swift, blank space. It's like, oh, I don't want to watch the video. Okay, it's pretty. It's definitely not country anymore <laughs> it's really catchy okay it's like let me sing that <clears throat> no i don't want to sing it i'm shy now but you're a professional singer you're i'm not gonna you're sing pro- it uh, no li- but it's li- so listen- high listeners if so you it's gonna be forever or it's gonna go down in flames you could tell me when it's over if the high was worth the pain got a long list of ex-lovers they'll tell you i'm insane because you know i love the players and you love the game, or something like that. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> that was awful. I think I'm gonna I'm put that. Gonna... I'm gonna put that as the the prologue to this episode before the theme song. That's beautiful. <laughs> All right, um, whatever. Listeners, if you haven't heard an earlier episode, Paige is a professional voice artist. She's been paid money. To do to lend I her have voice. been paying money for yeah, my yeah. beautiful voice, as you can, <laughs> as you can hear, <laughs> as you can clearly hear. Um, actually, the letter he, 
um, the Penguin Ninja write something not about this, but I was going to answer about the voice thingy, so I'll talk about it later, soon. Um, let me just finish up what he wrote for Vince. He said, did Vince ever watch a short film, Old Mate, on Vimeo? Have you, Vince? Have you watched i have not yet i totally no you have not watched it you are missing out but at this point it's probably so hyped up that you're gonna watch it and like hate it i completely i don't i completely i completely forgot about i'll watch it i'll still watch it i'll watch it i'll watch it i'll watch it okay but i hope it's not overhyped now i hope really hope it's not overhyped okay continuing the letter wasn't sure what questions to ask page because there wasn't that much in this week's episode I don't remember. But you seemed really excited, especially with your fun facts. True. Still excited. All right. So now there's like 10 questions for me, which is rad. And now we have to quickly. answer them in 10 minutes. So it's pretty much one, one question per minute. Go. All right. I can do that. What do you do for design? I am a graphic designer at work. I do like brochures, reports, etc. But outside of work... um. I make zines, like 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 Zine, which you can find at likelikezine.tumblr.com. Our newest issue is, I'm holding it in my hand. It's out now. So you can buy it soon. I still have to figure out how to do that, but you can buy them soon. Um, I also do um, logos, I guess. Like I designed the the Hong Kong Roller Derby logo, if you want to look that up. Um... Yeah, I just I like to keep busy. I like to um just do fun creative projects. Like mostly the zine stuff. Yeah. Um I hope that answered your question. How goes roller derby? Does it unleash the inner monster inside? Roller derby is super cool. Um we're still struggling with membership. Um but other than that, I love everyone on my team. Everyone's awesome and I'm still, you know, trying to figure out how to do some like skills training so I can pass the assessment test. I can't do transitions, which is basically skating and then skating in one direction. And then while you're still skating, turning around, like I can't do that. It's very scary. Um, inner monster, not so much yet. I think cause I'm still not completely confident on skates. So I'm, so when we, whenever I know one session, we're going to be like hitting each other. I get really scared because it hurts when you get hit and it hurts when you fall but whatever. Um, so hopefully once I get more confident, I will have, I will unleash the beast with it. But at this point, I'm still very much a pansy. Um, how's the red light district? It sucks. <laughs> I, guess it, I guess that depends who you're asking, right? Like for some people, it's like, it's awesome. But <laughs> Yeah, for me, it's always going to be like, I fucking hate it. Um, I mean, walking through it, myself like i don't like it just i don't like it um i always found it hilarious I, I always found it hilarious for my two cents just because the hong kong Light district is always full of like old british men yeah i mean but the, the thing is it's like it's not like as much danger it's like i would be super it's like i don't consider it super dangerous here because i feel like in other place parts of the world that's really dangerous you don't want to be in that area especially if you're a woman it's not so much dangerous in Hong Kong, but it's still really gross. Really? Because the, the only other red light district I know of is um, Amsterdam. And I feel like that's super safe. Because it's just... Girls oh, okay. And, well, I've never been there. Well, I know, from what I hear... Oh, like, yeah, I heard it's yeah. really... Yeah, I heard it's really safe, too. Because I heard it's very, like, organized and stuff. Like, aren't there, like... Um, aren't there, like, girls, like, in the windows? Kind of, like, mannequins? 
And like Yeah, and but I think it's just like it's very because it's like the red light district people kind of just I mean, I'm just, I've never been there, so I can't really I, I feel say. Like, but I feel like the one in Af- I feel like the one in Amsterdam is almost a tourist attraction. Yeah, I think so. I think I feel like the one in Hong Kong kind of is too. But people, men and women alike, like if you're not there, if you're not a customer or if you're not like into it, I've heard complaints on both ends. Like, cause like just recently, my friend got like groped and stuff, so he wasn't happy with it. And it was funny because he, so he basically got tricked into he didn't get tricked into going but he was supposed to meet a friend at a bar a sports bar to watch um like a ufc whatever fighting game thing and so the friend was running late so he was there by himself and he was getting like yeah groped in the bar so he like he was like immediately he like ran out of the bar and when he was outside trying to text his girlfriend this woman came up to him and was like do you want a massage and started doing the the hand job gesture and he was like no and then she just laughed in his face <laughs> so funny story i guess but then i mean in the he was like at the end of it he like that later on that day he was like it felt like a fever dream like he was like i can't believe that happened you know but during the moment he said it was i mean he was not like cool with it it was very comfortable so yeah um red light district yeah that's something my brother my, that's like my place my brother calls that like raw reality like <laughs> that kind of stuff just does not exist like in the united states yeah you know? it, it is it is that's true it is yeah because for the first time if you're not like if you're not um yeah there for like the main purpose as a man you do get harassed you get sexually harassed so yeah um what was the idiom Paige was thinking of that went dipping her hands into buckets of beans? I have no idea, but I can't believe I said that. It sounds very hilarious. <laughs> um, I must confess, I, I'm very slow to keeping up with the podcast, so I don't remember what I was talking about. I have a feeling it was something about, like, okay, you know what? I don't know what it's about. I, re- I, re- I remember when you said that. Um, okay, what was it? Yeah. I don't know what you were talking about. I mean, I don't understand what you were aiming for when you said that. Like, yeah. Oh, I think I, I, I think I think like, what you I think what you were trying to say is like digging his own grave. I think you were trying to. I have say, a feeling that's not what I was trying to oh, say. Okay. I'm gonna say. Wait, he says, "Is it a cultural idiom that doesn't translate well?" No, I just totally made that up. <laughs> that idiom, like I just, it just felt like something. I think it's something I did in real life that just totally made sense with me, but does not translate well. Like, it, basically, it's not a cultural idiom. It's a internal page only page pages world idiom that does not translate well until the real. You world. know what? That's what it is. Like, I, 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 um, I'll, I'll go back and listen. And if I this is this is what you pretty much did. So I went on this horrible date last week, and I was pretty much just buying a dozen eggs. That's what it was. What? What was that? <laughs> it's an idiom that doesn't make. Was any- that your? Was that a Vince's Vince's own world idiom? Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. Like dipping your hands into a. No, that's of- that's not okay. I'm gonna listen to that episode and I'm gonna figure out the meaning. And I will when I figure out the meaning, I will explain it on the podcast. Um, okay. Yeah. I didn't know cats had separation anxiety. I had no idea they had it. They experience that either but i guess my cat is a very 
people person because right now he's staying so while i'm here he's staying with um some friends so i took him to their place and it's really just it's almost like his own little bed and breakfast and they've been sending me pictures he watched Django Unchained you know he was like into it you know and he was like you know he gets massages and stuff and he's loving it um I think he really likes people so when um before it was like I was gone for two weeks and I think just not having like the pet sitter come like one hour per day was just not enough so when I came back, he was very needy, but that only lasted like two days. So whatever. Um, what inspired you to get three tats at once? Um, I don't know. Sheer stupidity, maybe. Um, it was just like, I mean, I don't regret the tattoos themselves. They look great, but it was it was not a smart move. I do not recommend it to anyone. Do not get three massive tattoos on your body because your endorphins will run out, and you'll be on the you'll be on that stretcher table thing for four hours and it will just be awful <laughs> it's awful so don't do it i think for me what inspired me was mostly just i was trying to save time i was just trying to be like you know like oh okay this sounds like a oh that's my alarm <clears throat> no just trying to I don't know, be cheap or something. I don't know. Um, which language do you like speaking the most? I like speaking English the most because it's the only language I can really speak. Um, actually, if I could, I would like to speak Spanish. I would. But um, I can't you, really you speak, speak Spanish. Spa- so, you speak, um, well, I'm the one who's half Mexican and you speak better Spanish than I do. And you've told me this I, I mean, I, I just taken Spanish in high school. So you've, you've, and I haven't really I tried, but trying to use it and I can't. You've it's hard. like the you've mopped my Spanish <laughs> when I said no hab, I no habla no, no habla but, español. <laughs> but you said something that was so funny, and I was <laughs> I can't remember what oh. it is. Um, okay, um, but really quickly, this is what I was going to reference to the voice acting gig. So right before I left for the states, I ended up getting two really last minute. Um, jobs and they required me to speak Mandarin. The thing is, Mandarin is technically my first language. I mean, it is because I grew up, I was born, spoke it, and then I learned English when I was like three or something. Problem is, like, well, obviously, like, I just stopped speaking it once I got better at English. So, but I was like, you know, this is my native tongue. It should be fairly doable, you know, whatever. And I just told them, please have like a coach. Will you have like a coach or somebody to help me? Because I probably can't, I can't read. So I can't like read how to pronounce things. I'm like, yeah, sure. Oh my God. It was so stressful because, okay, first of all, I was playing, um, I'm always like a, a princess or like some sort of doll because my voice just sounds like a, I don't know, kid's voice or something. So um, not only was I shouting into the mic, for an hour and 30 minutes. But it was just like, I was pronouncing everything incorrectly and like making, like, I, cause I, I seriously thought I know Mandarin, you know, like I grew up hearing it and speaking it and stuff. But then they would say, no, you're saying it wrong. It should be like this versus this. I couldn't tell the difference. And that freaked me out because I was like, whoa, shouldn't I have trained ears at this point to like hear? sounds but i guess not so um it was very very frustrating i had to go back the next day to re-record some parts not because i couldn't i said it incorrectly but because my energy level was down (laughs) (laughs) because i wasn't like screaming anymore 
So, um, yeah, that was just a thing I did. So, um, like, clearly I can't speak Mandarin, so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry, guys, but I, I have to leave <laughs> now. <laughs> okay, so, okay, okay. So, um, first of all, the Penguin Ninja, I... That was loud. Okay, the Penguin Ninja, <laughs> I have some questions for you. Um, just four questions. It's just because, you know, it's time to throw the ball back to your court. Um, okay, first of all, so just out of curiosity, where are you from? We've heard from previous emails that you are from somewhere cold. So <laughs> I'm guessing maybe the East, Co- the East Coast or, you know, in the middle somewhere. Um, Antarctica. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I doubt from <laughs> Well, if it is, if you are from Antarctica, that would be pretty cool. But, um... Are you a... I, oh, my I God, a, what if he's really a penguin? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think from, I think from it, the Tumblr, from the Tumblr... We, we, follow, we follow the Penguin Ninja on Tumblr, so... <laughs> he's fake not a penguin. You, <laughs> um, okay, but, three wow, other questions. What are some of your hobbies... And you know some some two year end questions. What's your favorite song of the year? And what's your favorite movie of the year? Um, yeah, hit us back, and we'll probably tell our favorite movies of the year and stuff. That's in the next actually podcast. great. I'll think about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, this might be our final episode before Christmas, so if we don't say it earlier, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, everyone! Happy holidays! yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, your troubles will be out of sight.
lights are shining so brightly everywhere And the sound of children's laughter fills the air And everyone is singing I hear those sleigh bells ringing Sail, won't you bring me the one I really need Won't you please bring my baby to bed Don't want a lot for Christmas This is all I'm asking for I just want to see my baby Standing right outside my door And I just want you for my own More 